Do you love to praise the Lord? I'll ask it again. Do you love to praise the Lord? Amen. Just think. When we get to heaven, there'll be no more praying in heaven. There'll be no more preaching in heaven. But we'll praise God throughout all eternity. Like the old hymn song would say, when we've been there 10,000 years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Do you realize there's no book in the Bible that gives us a greater glimpse of heaven's praise and worship than the last book in your Bible, the book of Revelation. For I heard what sounded like the shouting of a huge crowd or like the waves of a hundred oceans crashing on the shore or like the mighty rolling of great thunder. Praise the Lord! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice. I want to invite you to join us today in heaven's praise. Please don't be a spectator. Don't sit back and, and, and sit on your hands in the bleacher's seat, so to speak. We want you to join with us. We want you to participate. Please sing along. Clap along. Lift up your hands in praise and worship. And worship the Lord with us uh, as we present this morning the sounds of heaven. Praise, you see, is our eternal destiny. Praise will turn your sorrow into joy. So let everything that hath breath Praise the Lord, for praise opens up the heavens. For this day, we've gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire, awakening desire, will burn our hearts.
It ushers you and I into the very presence of the Lord. Heaven, eternity, life, death. Think of the sorrow that death has caused. Especially when it's a loved one. Never again in this life will we hear their voice look into their eyes or feel their touch. Death is one of the most devastating events of life. But revelation reveals that God will wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor pain. All of that has gone forever for our Christian loved ones heaven means no more goodbyes but constant hellos <laughs> we don't say goodbye then when our loved one passes but I'll see you in the morning just over in the glory land
Amen. I want to ask you a question. What's the focal point of heaven? All of heaven revolves around this focal point. John the Revelator gives the answer. He writes, At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings and peals of thunder, and they worshipped Him, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for You created all things, and by Your will they exist and were created. Who is this? Who is this one who sits upon the throne in heaven. This is the one who spoke. Uh, think of it. The galaxies into being with just a word. Just 100 years ago, science believed that the entire universe consisted of the Milky Way. Today we know there are not two million, not two billion. Today we know that there are two trillion galaxies in the known universe and still counting. Each galaxy of these two trillion has at least 100 billion stars within it. Listen, this one who sits upon heaven's throne... He isn't the old man upstairs. I cringe every time I hear that. He's not some big-bellied Buddha or angry Allah who sits upon that throne. No, this one who sits upon the throne, uh, he's El Shaddai. He's the Almighty One. He's Jehovah Jireh, our great provider. He is Jehovah Rapha, our healer. He is Jehovah Nisi, our victory. He is our infinite, eternal, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, transcendent God. King of kings and Lord of lords. I'm convinced that one of the greatest sins in the church today is our flippant approach in worship to God. In many corners today, we've lost the awe of God. Revelation reveals that the mighty six-winged seraphim, the highest order of angels, are so awed by God's glory that with a pair of wings they cover their feet. With a pair of wings they cover their eyes. And with a pair of wings they fly above the throne of God crying out in worship 24-7 Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Do you desire a fresh passion to worship the Lord and to press into His presence? 
then catch a fresh revelation of who your God is. Your praise will be proportionate to how you see your God. And you too will see Him as the God of wonders as you press into His presence. The God of wonders beyond our galaxy. You too will cry, Holy, Holy, Holy.
Praise the Lord. So think of it. God is so glorious. Even heaven's mightiest angels shield their eyes in His blazing presence. Better to gaze open-eyed at the fiery sun than look upon He who sits upon the mighty throne of heaven and who lives, the Bible says, in light that is so terrible no human being can approach Him. Our infinitely holy God would be unapproachable, inaccessible, unreachable if it wasn't for the Christ of Christmas. You see, the ultimate chose to become the intimate. God has visited our planet as Jesus. He came and healed the sick. He fed the multitudes. Uh, He cast out demons. He stilled the storm. And even raised the dead. And the good news of the Bible is this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And He's here this morning, walking up and down these aisles, reaching out to you to be your healer, your provider, to be your Savior, your all in all. Reach out to Him. Even now as He's passing by, let Him wrap His loving arms around you, for He's as close as the mention of His name.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. I want to ask you this morning. Is there an emptiness? A hunger? A thirst in your heart for something more? Something more? I want to remind you that popularity, prestige, power, prosperity, pleasure, opioid pills, they can't quench the thirst of your soul, of your life. But I want you to know this morning, there is a river. The Bible says in Revelation, and he pointed out to me a river of pure water, the water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb. What is this river? You should ask, who is this river? This river is the precious third person of the Trinity. This river is the Holy Spirit flowing to bring our Lord's presence to your heart, to your thirsty soul. Worship. Worship, it's all about presence. Presence. It's all about His presence flowing upon us, within us, around us, over us, through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. In His presence, there's fullness of joy. In His presence, there's a peace that passes all understanding. In His presence, you'll feel His warm arms of love all about you. Are you thirsty for His presence this morning? Revelation says, Then let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Let him take the Holy Spirit into his heart.
out to him right now he is here we invite you holy spirit breathe upon us 
overflow within us. Spirit of God, refresh, renew. Hallelujah, mighty King. For they that wait upon the Lord shall be renewed in their strength. They'll mount up with the wings of eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. It's all about His presence, isn't it? Precious Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May that be the constant anthem of Lakeside Assembly of God. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. And let it be the anthem of your life. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. Precious Jesus. It was a little bit ago that I heard about a little boy that was going through the big, fat family Bible. Have you ever seen a big family Bible? And as he was going through the big pages of this huge book, this Bible, he found a leaf that had been stuck between the pages to preserve its beauty. And he had never seen anything like that before. He, he was in shock and he called out to his mommy, 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 I just found Adam's fig leaf. The Bible says that Adam and Eve tried fig leaf religion. Fig leaf religion is man's attempt to be acceptable in God's sight. But what did God do? God killed innocent animals, substitutes. God clothed Adam and Eve in the skins of lambs. And one sacrificial lamb to cover one's sins was set in motion. And then on that first Passover night in Egypt's land of slavery, it was one lamb for an entire family to keep death from knocking at the door of that home. And then on the Day of Atonement, it was one lamb sacrificed for the entire nation. But then 1,500 years later, John the Baptist saw a man approaching him and John the Baptist began trembling uh, as John the Baptist cried out, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Who is this ultimate Lamb of God with the power to take away The world's sins. Tell me His name. The Lamb of God. Jesus. And the place of sacrifice for the Lamb of God? The cross. At the cross, do you realize that Jesus died twice? Many Christians don't realize this. 
Before Jesus died physically, he died spiritually. He who knew no sin became sin for you and I. He took our sins upon Himself as though He were guilty for every one of our sins. And as the Lamb of God, He paid the ultimate price for our sins, your sins, my sins upon a cruel cross. No wonder John in Revelation says that he heard more than a hundred million angels shouting and singing in heaven, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Listen, if perfect angels who will never know salvation like you and me can shout and sing, worthy is the Lamb, we should stand up. We should sing. We should clap. We should shout, for this is amazing grace. Please stand up, everybody, and join us in this song.
is the king who conquers the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. And worthy is the king who conquers the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. And worthy is the king who conquers the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Oh, this is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cross. God. Praise God. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. How many love to look at the nighttime sky, especially in the wintertime when it's so clear. The planets, the stars, the moon. I keep a large telescope up at our cottage. And my brother, not long ago, was visiting. And, and he was really intrigued with it and had it out on the deck uh, to look at the moon. And he said, Phil, I can't see a thing. What's wrong with this telescope? I, I said, Jeff, nothing's wrong with the telescope. You're looking through the wrong end. I want to ask you a question this morning. Where's your focus? Where's your focus in life? Are you living life backwards? Are you problem-focused instead of God-focused? The Israelites messed, messed out. Think of it. They missed out on God's best, the promised land, all because their focus was on giants and themselves as grasshoppers instead of their great big God. Instead of praising their God, who can make a way where there seemed to be no way. You see, while fear magnifies our problems, praise, worship, magnifies our problem solver. Our God who will not and cannot fail us. The psalmist said, oh magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name forever. That's what heaven's praise, heaven's worship does. Heaven's praise magnifies the Lord. Revelation says, after this I heard what sounded like the roar of a great multitude in heaven shouting, hallelujah, salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God. Listen, if you'll magnify the Lord with real praise, 
If you'll get a glimpse of who our God really is, you'll stop telling God how big your giants are, and you'll start telling your giants how big your God is. (laughs) Yes, you'll be able to say, I saw the Lord. He's on the throne. And everything, everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. I saw the Lord.
I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and the patient endurance that are ours in Jesus. I was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the Spirit and I heard behind me a voice like a trumpet. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. His hair and his hair were white as snow. His eyes were like a blazing fire. His voice was like the sound of many rushing waters. His face was like the sun shining in all of its brilliance. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he said, Fear not. I am the first and I am the last. I am he that lived and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of hell, death, and the grave. And I looked, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat upon the throne, and from the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands, and ten times uh, ten thousand, and they encircled the throne. In a loud voice they sang, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard what sounded like a great multitude, like the roar of rushing waters shouting, Hallelujah! For the Lord God Almighty reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give Him glory. For behold, He is coming soon. I said, He is coming soon. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come! And let Him who hears say, Come! Even so, Come, Lord Jesus! Then I saw heaven standing open, and there was before me a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are set many crowns. His name is the Word of God, and on his robe and on his thigh he has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Hallelujah! Sing a new song 
it up to the real Jesus this morning. He is worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, the blessing. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Lord, today we stand in Your presence. And Lord, we are more convinced than ever of Your soon return. Lord Jesus, we don't necessarily look at the news or statistics or even the signs of the times. We look at Your Word. You promised it, and it cannot be otherwise. You're coming again. And Lord, You're coming for a people whose heads are lifted up, whose eyes are lifted up in praise and glory unto You because You are our all in all. On that day of days, we'll see You Jesus face to face. But right now, God, we walk with you faith to faith. Today, right now, if you're standing in the need of a miracle, if you're standing in the need of a healing touch, Jesus is here. Oh, I sense the presence and the power of Jesus in this place. Maybe it's not your need, but maybe you're representing someone this morning that is in a dire, dire strait. They need Jesus to reach out and touch them. How many are standing in the need of healing, the need of a miracle, the need to an answer to prayer. Lift up your hands right now. That's right. Lift it up in faith believing, faith receiving. Hallelujah. Amen. Our elders are here this morning. The choir is here this morning. We want to pray for you as we sing right now in the presence of Jehovah. Would you come? Come. We want to minister to you right now. Come in faith believing. Come in faith receiving. Elders come. Deacons come. Pastors come. 